on the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, we have our special feature guest, Dr. Patrick Dix. He is the automation king. He is going to tell us how automation is going to affect our jobs right now and in the future. So tune in this Thursday at 7.30 p.m. EST to see this interview. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow on the Tina Ramsey Show. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, education, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine, and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you, and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, it's time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Tina J. Ramsey. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am so excited to have today Dr. Patrick Dix. If you want to know about automation and how it is going to affect you, you and I in the now, then this is definitely an episode for you. We have been telling you about this for the past couple of weeks because we know that this is viable information that you need to know in order to stay ahead, to get ahead of the curve. Dr. Patrick Dix has a doctor of science in information systems and communication from various from um, Morris University College. He has a master in business and administration with an emphasis in information and technology management. He also has over 25 years of experience in the technology uh, world. So he worked with several government agencies and universities and private companies. So he's definitely an authority in this particular field. He's also an adjunct professor, which have had the privilege of teaching over 20,000 students, whether inside a classroom or remotely. So clearly this man has the information that we need. And I'm so happy that he decided to stop by the Tina Ramsey show on today. So let me bring him on. Welcome to the show, Dr. Patrick. Dix, I'm just so excited to have you because I want to know about this myself. <laughs> oh, one moment, unmute, unmute, so we can hear you because we need to hear you, brother. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no problem, Thank you, Dr. Ramsey. I appreciate you um, allowing me to come onto your show and accepting the invitation, and I'm here to share my knowledge with everybody. I am so excited to have you because this matter of automation, I know. As individuals, I mean, you are a thought leader and expert in this field, but for everyday people like myself and our audience, we may see things happening such as our grocery stores changing more into automation, Mm -hmm. our jobs having more uh, computers than normal. We may not understand what's going on. So could you please tell us what is automation so that we can understand what this is? Um, pretty much a generic um, description of automation is the replacement of humans by a process or a machine. That is automation. Um, there is no other simplified way to explain it. 
basically to take the human interaction and the human out of the process. Wow. Wow. I mean, that is, that's as simple as you can put it in layman terms. So it's basically the removal of humans from positions that normally we would do. And they Mm -hmm. replaced it with computers or robots. So in that, uh, when we think about the current situation with our jobs, the because I know my family comes from a background of three different areas. Either we were a teacher, we're going to the military, or we're going to the factory. That is mm-hmm. what I was accustomed to growing up. And so we either went in one of those three fields. So when you think about this automation, how it is really going to affect the current jobs with all this automation that we're seeing now? Well, I'll start off with manufacturing. Since mm-hmm. I am from South Carolina and still live here, mm-hmm. I uh, wrote my dissertation on them automated manufacturing in South Carolina and the uh, effects on rural communities. Manufacturing is going to be hit pretty hard. Um, the southeastern United States is a predominantly manufacturing area. Mm-hmm. And you think about those repetitive tasks of someone doing this all day or moving their hands. Um, We can use machine learning, we can use artificial intelligence, but ultimately we can automate that process to say, once we find out how to program what the human is doing and shave five seconds and to the listeners or anyone listening live, they have what they have, um, Lean Six Sigma. It's pretty much trying to save money. So if we could save five seconds off each movement during an eight hour shift, that is a strategic way to not only raise profits, but reduce waste. And the company could see a return on investment on the automation system of robots. With teachers, um, online learning has taken a very, very um, strategic move. The thing now is a lot of people were out of work during the pandemic, and many of them decided to re-educate themselves to get a new skill set. And the thing about that is with automation and the computer systems, most of the uh, work is done. I teach asynchronous classes, basically. I'm not presently there, but all the schoolwork is there. See, it gives a student the flexibility not to have to sit in a classroom. They just have to have all their work done by Sunday or Wednesday in their discussion posts. And in the education field, you know, many of the students now are being are using iPods, not iPods, iPads. Yeah, it's kind of good and it's kind of bad. They're not really learning, but they're using the software to learn how to do things uh, faster. But I say with the iPads, they have a negative side to them because now you're allowing your child or your student to learn how to just look at a screen versus interact with a human. And in the military, um, the drones, um, they are already testing a lot of the missile systems. Currently, a lot of the missile systems are autonomous. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll lock onto a target once a pilot or a soldier hits a specific laser beam not a specific laser beam, but aim the laser beam at a target. And the rocket does the rest. It'll deploy and it'll ignite on impact. Wow. So I heard you say three things. And basically the reason why this topic is so intriguing to me Uh is because this is a topic that affects everybody. Okay. This is something that is universal, no matter who you are you're going to see something that's how it's going to affect you. So you mentioned the military um, with using the drones. You mentioned education within our classrooms. And you also mentioned the factories that we're accustomed to down in the South 
Um, and yeah. maybe in other areas too, but I know it's very heavily in the South with factory work. And yeah. so the rem and so from a business standpoint, if you are the business owner, you are presented with this saying, hey, I have this automation system. It's going to help you make more money. It's going to help you save on probably health insurance for a human being. And they're looking at yeah. it as a great marketable way to remove humans, but uh, increase their margin line. But it's hurting the families who depended on that income. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And you yeah, saw it. Is. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the things is a company, um, anybody that does taxes, any accountant, mm -hmm. they can use the money and say, we'll invest $200, $2 million and write it off. Pretty much it counts as investments. And they can say, we'll take $2 million, uh, program us a robot. And what they'll do in software programming, you'll do what you do. You'll do what is called beta testing. So first of all, we will beta test with one software package and say, this is the proficiency of the robot. Let's put it on a line and see what it does. Once they can fine tune it, it's pretty much over for the workers on that line. Um, they can, I can remote in, for instance, if a company had a virtual private network, I can remote in from where I'm at in South Carolina and get into the factory settings of that robot and change them and never have to go to California. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So basically, life as we know it 10, 15 years ago is going to cease to exist in regards to the type. Because basically, I remember having cousins and uncles and aunts that mm -hmm. retired from factory work. Um, mm -hmm. So when we're thinking about your age and my age, is, is that even a possibility for them to be able to plan their lives around 20, 30, 40 years in a factory like maybe their father did. Cause it just seems like it's not gonna be <laughs> with everything. No, that's, that's not possible. Um, even in the manufacturing facilities, I don't know if you've heard of this or the listeners, they have mm -hmm. something called advanced manufacturing and they'll say, well, what's advanced manufacturing? That's high level STEM, that's engineers and computer science, people like myself that still takes the worker out of the equation. And people will hear that and say, well, they might need people. They don't need people. And the other thing is that those days of working in a plant 30 years, not only does it physically ruin your body, your knees and your back, you won't be able to work in a facility. I mean, you have to think now with other companies in China and other countries, we don't have to have work done locally anymore. You can ship it and import it and export it in. So those days of retiring from a manufacturing facility are over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and this is going to dramatically affect, especially rural cities where the main, usually foundational piece is factory work. I mean, everyone yeah. knows everybody. They go to the same yeah. place they work. It's generation and generation working yeah. at the same place. Oof. Yeah. And um, not only the rural areas, it's going to branch out into the urban areas. It's going to affect a lot, even from your transit systems. If you've been to the Atlanta airport, that train is automated. Um, I went to the Phoenix airport. They're building that skyline, I think what it's called. Mm -hmm. They now have people taking people from the airport to get their rental cars. But you can see they're building the shuttle system to where these people won't have a job. So look around you, and I tell everyone, the self-checkout aisles are great. A lot of facets of your life are really about to be upside down, um, from waitresses to waiters 
driverless cars. Um, we're in what we call the fourth industrial revolution. People, I just want everybody just to look around at the advances in technology and see what's going on. Wow, the in, the fourth industrial revolution. That's what you said. That's what we're in now. The fourth industrial. The last revolution was in the 1970s or 80s. I just want everybody to remember, we have not made technological strides since the 1980s with the CDs, the, the Apple One computer. You have to think about Microsoft in the 70s. There are a lot of technological advances. So the world has to move forward. And that's what we're currently in, the fourth industrial revolution. Wow. We have someone from my virtual studio audience that just checked in. Hello, Miss Jerry. How are you today? She said, wow, so true. And I noticed that this is also happening within the transportation industry. You even mentioned yes. about um, the, the transportation. And so a trucking, we can see how trucks are starting to have automation, you know, drive. I mean, a computer driving the truck. So it's something that is, this is just mind boggling. They, they're already, they're already testing the self driverless trucks. Um, they really have to perfect it down because you have hazmat loads mm -hmm. on the self driverless trucks. So it's kind of safe, but the biggest proponent of them switching to automation is with everybody not wanting to work right now. Mm -hmm. And I express this to everybody, the pandemic, Really, as they say in the old saying, it caught a lot of companies with their pants down. That will never happen again. They will never cease production. They are going to make sure if a epidemic or a pandemic, whichever one you want to call it, happens again, production will go forward. Yes, because literally the whole world went on pause. Yeah. And so they had to figure it out. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this um, conversation of automation. And I'm so happy that you're here because this is something in the now that we need to hear, but we may not want to hear. But yeah. now that we know that is that this is happening, what we can do about it and how can we change the trajectory of our families and what mm -hmm. we need to do. So we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break and we'll be back in a moment with the Automation King, Dr. Patrick Dix. We'll be back in a moment. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and the response was outstanding. And she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, my book sales have skyrocketed uh, since I did her show. So I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in This Week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you're the truth. Hello there. My name is Tiffany Bell. I'm with Nonprofit CEO. Tina Ramsey had me on as a guest a couple of times this year with her show, and as a result, I have been able to recruit authors for book projects that I've been involved with, as well as speakers for my upcoming event um, in September. Tina is a certified VCM. She's all about helping uh, individuals with their visibility, with their connections, and with their monetization. So that basically means she's going to help you get in front of the right people so that you can um, promote your service or promote your 
promote your uh, product. So again, if you've not had the opportunity to um, connect with Tina, she's really great at what she does. Again, my name is Tiffany Bell. Uh, I'm with Nonprofit CEO, and you are watching and listening to The Tina Ramsey Show. Thank you. And just like that, we are back and I am back with the Automation King. We are touching on some deep topics on today because one thing we want to do, we want to have fun, but sometimes it's time for us to really get down, like my grandmother said, to the nitty gritty, especially when you see the world is shifting and some of us are not aware of the shift. So we need experts like Dr. Uh, Patrick Dix to come in to explain this to us so that we can make a decision on what we're going to do with this information and how we're going to proceed moving forward. So let's go ahead and bring him back on. Welcome back to the show. And during the commercial break, we had some more comments come in. She said, exactly. We must be prepared. And I want to prepare my kids as well. So Dr. Patrick, mm-hmm. I heard you say multiple different things about the automation and the robots and how mm-hmm. they have the ability to learn. <laughs> Let's dig a little bit deeper because literally we used to watch uh, Star Trek or all these different movies yeah. and we see them talking about the robot can learn and now it has artificial yeah. intelligence. It learns as it grows. Like, are we in that era really, really right now? Yes, it's called uh, self-awareness. If you saw the, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, Google, uh, one of the engineers got fired or leaked that the robot became self-aware. One of the things about artificial intelligence in a robot, once it become, once it becomes, once it can become alive and know that it has feelings and emotions, it's kind of like the movie from 1984, 85, Maximum Overdrive. Have you seen that mm-hmm. movie where the trucks revolt? And um, they they shoot at the people at the gas station and everything. And I watched that movie numerous times. And that's one of the first things about the robots revolting. And one of the processes that um, they use is called machine learning. Basically, if anyone has ever watched the video games or you watched, um, if you watched any of the games they create now, they'll have a actor with a bunch of sensors. They are using machine learning to mimic and pinpoint and use data points for action. So what we can do in a manufacturing environment or whatever we want to replace, we can pinpoint on a computer screen, create sensors to say the robot is working, or you also will use a collaborative robot to work with somebody to mimic and say, if they're doing this, it's keeping a detail and it stores the file. And all we got to do is get a program or we use artificial intelligence to generate the code and it'll go, it might miss once or two till we refine it and it continues to do it. And if there's a hundred people on the line, we can get rid of 80 of them and have 20 of them. That's all we need. And then once we fine tune it again, we might only need 10 people and 90 people do not have a job. Wow. Oh yeah. my goodness. So all of those move blockbusters, well, you know, I'm aging myself when I say blockbusters. Let me see, can I say something else? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see, can I say something else? Okay, so all the movies that we have been seeing since, I mean, I'm I'm seeing Star Trek because I remember seeing Star Trek and before the tablets and the tap our cell phones and we couldn't even fathom having uh, to be able to communicate with something this small when computers used to be the size of a room. Okay, and so now 
I'm noticing a lot of these old movies, a lot of these old television shows that seem too futuristic, quote unquote. Now we're seeing this stuff before us, which is mind boggling and how you broke it down on the sensors. Yes. Even down to the games that our children plays, the headsets that they might put on. All of that is actually, oh my goodness, they're learning how to be human. Well, and then too, one of the, my favorite movies is RoboCop one, two, and three. A uh, RoboCop um, is a really is a reality. Um, basically, I've stated this to people. Mm-hmm. I've done other podcasts and say we can help out with law enforcement. We can have a car drive around. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the Google car before? The big camera on it. Yes, I have. Uh-huh. It, okay, we can. That could be a law enforcement vehicle. The camera is gathering data using facial recognition. And this thing goes deeper and deeper to like with facial recognition. Um, so we could have a RoboCop driving these very dangerous neighborhoods, get all the data, get tag numbers, pinpointed and tied to one database. People standing in the street, it can do facial recognition and then it can analyze it in a couple of nanoseconds. It pinpoints, spits out a warrant or it says that person is um, wanted for in another country and we got them. Um, and they are already using this technology, like with a repo business, they drive through the neighborhood, they gather barcodes. So if you see the repo cars and all those cameras, those are cameras, high speed cameras gathering data. That is just like a 10th of what is going on. Wow. So yeah. basically the, um, the cliche or the statement that a lot of people say in entrepreneurship is that data is king, but we didn't realize that it went this yeah. deep. Okay. So we have these processes and these cars collecting all these mm. data in a matter of seconds that takes human beings sometimes hours or days or months in yeah. order to do. So it's from a business perspective, from big conglomerate companies, Fortune 500 mm-hmm. companies, it's a good business move for them, but it's terrible and crippling for our economy of what we're used to in the now. Yes. Um, I grew up on a farm. Farming is computerized. Um, if you drive by a field, I remember when we were little, um, we would have to drive the tractor and look back and the roads would be messed up. You can go on YouTube, watch some of these channels. The, the tractors now are guided by satellites. All I would have to do is let the machinery drive the tractor, press it down, and the, the satellite drives the whole tractor. It could be 20 acres straight. And it'll tell me everything that's wrong with that tractor. So there used to be handymen on a tractor on a farm. Mm-hmm. Those are obsolete. You can't fix these computerized machines. Um, John Deere, you know, uh, we had New Holland and Ford tractors mm-hmm. on, the, on the farm. And Massey Ferguson, all those things are computerized. Even uh, car mechanics have become obsolete. Cars are computerized. You cannot fix old cars. You know, trace sheet, uh, what we call them, shade tree mechanics. You can't even fix cars anymore unless you have computerized software. So when I talk about automation and the invention of um, with the artificial intelligence and the invention of other technologies, it's covering everything. Wow. It's basically changing the whole structure and the fabric of what we're used to into another. I mean, I don't want to say dimension because it's not that, but it's just a new era. I would say a new era. And we actually have a question from my virtual studio audience. Miss Jeff, she says, who will be valuable in the fourth industrial revolution? That's a good question. <laughs> um, people in the, okay, blue collar, a lot of blue collar, blue collar professions cannot be automated. They cannot automate the lay down 
um, electrical wire. Plumbers cannot be automated. You saw the day the trains, um, they passed the strike. They, they were striking. They cannot automate those trains. Mm -hmm. A lot of blue collar HVAC building buildings, landscaping. A lot mm -hmm. of blue collar fields are very safe. And a lot of those people make a lot of money. They just have to keep their credentials up. People that other people that will be valuable, people that can read data, people that can, I hate to say it like this, think for other people. Um, if you look in society now, people really don't want to think for themselves. So mm -hmm. if you can read data and think for people, you are very valuable. People that are great problem solvers, people that can analyze data. I just mentioned that again, but I stress looking at data, pinpointing and what is wrong and people that holistically can put things together, like from A to B to C. Those are the types of people that will be very valuable in the fourth in the fourth industrial revolution. That's what we're currently in. Those are just some of the fields. I probably haven't named them all. Wow, that's um powerful because the 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 ironic thing is when you mention um the blue collar workers such as the plumbers, wow. um, the ones who had the ingenuity to work with their hands to fix things, yeah. you know. Um if you go back 10, no, 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 if you go back. 20, 30 years ago, it was a shift in the regards to how we felt. It was enlightenment towards education. So it was pushing more young people to go yeah. to college. And I'm not against college. Get that. I'm not against it. So I am, I am for education. But due to that shift in um, the world, it caused mm -hmm. us to lose the people who work with their hands, it, it, the industrial mm -hmm. side of it. And yep. so now we need those people and now we need to build those skills. So this is so profound. So basically you guys, you need to be a problem solver in order to make it through this fourth industrial revolution. You need to be able to uh, be able to fix and do the data and understand how to read it. They're going to need people to fix these machines. Okay? And you're going to need people that can be leaders. I don't mean any of that uh, funky, crazy stuff either. You got to really be a leader, um, not 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 a uh, how do I say it? Not a partial leader, but a full leader. Because you're going to have people that really don't know what to do. It's really about to get real, and I've stressed to people. I said, in less than sixty months, this world is going to look different. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when I went to high school, and barely, I'll tell folks, I barely graduated high school twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. And I let people know high school is just high school. What, what we're, how we're lying to kids right now, we're letting them think they excel in high school. They're going to make it in life. Life doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. Life requires a whole different skill set. So I, I said that to say the kids that even graduate high school with these high GPAs and like, Oh, I have all that. You're mm -hmm. back at zero now. Now mm -hmm. you're about to get a dose of the real world. You have to have people that really can strategically plan and execute. That's the biggest thing. Coming up with a plan is good, but do you know how to execute? Do you know how to, oh, talk to people? Oh, another great thing, the people that will be very valuable. People that have social skills and people skills. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> people, a lot of people don't even know how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And people that are not extroverts. You know, those days of working in an office, not talking to people are over. You have to talk about the political spectrum. You have to talk about the social issues. You got to be able to talk about religion. You can't work anywhere. You know, the old cliche, don't talk about religion. No, you got to talk about that stuff at work. Mm -hmm. And people that really just um, 
have a, a will to succeed and a good work ethic will be valuable. And people that just really have transferable skill sets mm-hmm. and also people that can learn quick, those will be your most valuable people. Mm, that's powerful. We have a comment coming in from YouTube from our virtual studio. Or she said, critical thinking is key. What would you do instead? And how do one optimize the automation and AI to his or her advantages? Great, great uh, question. Um, yeah, critical thinking is key. What would you do instead? I would really just look at problems and try to break them down. The critical thinker, you also have to be analytical. I would look at problems. One of the things I learned at a young age, you don't have to know everything, but if you can piece together what's going on, take a problem, they call it problem solving skills, mm-hmm. take a problem piece by piece and figure out how it works. Um, because you're gonna be faced with problems in life that I don't know everything. I, as, smart, as smart as I am, I don't know how to fix everything, but if I hear something, I can put two and two together and say, that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other question about how does one optimize automation, um, get a get ahead right now and learn how everything works. Read all the books. Um, data analytics, that's one of the things I teach classes in that. I talk about the people about our program at Tableau. There are some other ones, mm-hmm. but there is so much data that is um, being harbored right now. People don't know what to do with it. And I express to people, if you learn how to use these skill sets, you can make yourself very wealthy by telling people what to do. It's been proven psychologically. People want to be told what to do. And they did a study. Basically, if somebody walks in an office and see a diploma or degree on there, they're going to say, oh, well, they're certified to tell me what to do. I'm going to listen to them. People would not believe it, but people really want to be told what to do. We have a lot of people that do not want to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the ways you can um, use this stuff to your advantage to get ahead and show people the ways of this is how this data is being used. This is how you can use it to elevate your life or to make other things better. Wow. Okay. So we have another comment. She said those, um, this was pre- must be when we were previously speaking on the job. She said, those are fields that we don't teach kids anymore. Yes, yeah, right. that is true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Um, so she said, how many months? I think he said 60. 60 I said, I said five, I said less than five years. I would tell folks we have about five, we have about 60 to 120 months with all this stuff. And this stuff might be full fledged in a 10, in 10 years, but we're talking about in five months, you're gradually seeing the changes already. Mm -hmm. Um, they have the robots at the university of Tennessee. On my website, I have a YouTube video to where the robots are going in delivering pizza. Basically, they have it in California already to where the grocery delivery robots are bringing the goods to the people. Uh-huh. You scan it and open up and get your stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is happening just- right before us, you guys. So what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to take a commercial break. I want you to, I want all of you to let that marinate for a moment. Get your bearings. And while we're taking this small commercial break, get your pen and paper because normally I don't write notes during the interview, but I can't help it because he's saying so many valuable uh, information in regards to we have to stay ahead. And if you do not have these transferable skills, you need to learn how to, Mm -hmm. how to do it. So this is your wake up call right now on this episode don't never say he didn't tell you because he told you okay we'll be back in a moment 
with the amazing, the automation king, Dr. Patrick Dix. We'll be back in a moment. CTR Media Network was created for today's podcasters. We provide a safe haven for content creators that are everyday people doing extraordinary things. We have a system of positioning, monetization training, coaching, and support for our podcasters' success. CTR Media Network simply bridges that gap with a level playing field for your dreams to come true cost effectively. Our team provides a premium service and experience for our podcasters to grow. CTR Media Network provides access, support, resources, coaching, and community for our podcasters to win, if you put in the work. We believe that we are living in a unique time which requires you to share your message of hope with millions of people around the world. Remember that the world is never too saturated for you, your voice and message. A platform for positive impactful media where the content creators are in the driver's seat. Visit our website today by going to www.ctrmedianetwork.com. Welcome to the Homeschooling Magazine, a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, mental health resources, and life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today by going to issues.com for digital and printed form on amazon.com. The Homeschooling Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, helping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy today. And just like that, we are back and we are going to get back into these juicy topics, okay? Um, I know this is a little bit more deeper, you know, and I specifically wanted to have him after I had a conversation with him. And I was like, this man is profound at what he's speaking of in the now, okay? And this is some information that we, all of us, we're universally all connected to what's going on now. So now this is your chance in order to hear this information, be able to set your children up for success and yourself so that you can prepare for what's happening right before our eyes. It's not a game anymore. This is not just television. This is real life. On that note, let's bring back in our featured guest, Dr. Patrick Ditz. We are back. So with all of this that's going on right now, um, what does the future of our workforce look like? Um, the future of the workforce, you're going to have your blue collar field. Mm-hmm. You're going to have um, people that are able to hybrid or work from home. And that's pretty much what is, from my observation, it's going to be those two work fields because uh, what happened is, well, the white collar and the blue collar, my bad. Yeah. And you're going to have it to where if you're not in those two fields, you don't have a job. Um, you're obsolete. And I've expressed this to people. You're going to become obsolete very fast. You're going to become obsolete and not even know it because your skill set, you don't retrain on it. And that is the future. Um, A lot of companies with the pandemic, they gave up their big leases. And so they have everybody working from home. And a lot of um, employees now really, really have the ball in their court. They can negotiate this. I need to work two days a week or three days a week. And with the labor shortage, Companies are saying, well, we need to keep labor. We're going to have to do it. And a lot of the companies are really going to have to sit back and realize we need to go to a four-day work week, and we're going to have to have work from home, the white collar and blue collar. Those are the only two fields left. If it's not really STEM-related or doing something in research or blue collar, 
you really have to ask yourself, this is the main question I ask people. Are you in a field that is helping move society forward? If you're not in a field that is moving society forward, you are obsolete. Mm. All right, you guys, it's time for some tough love and self-evaluation. I need everyone who watches, of course, the Tina Ramses, y'all. I need you to share this out to everyone on your timeline, everywhere, because people need to know this information and also mm-hmm. know how to connect with the expert please don't ask me any questions on this because i don't know he's the expert on this make sure to connect with him um on all of this information he's not a doctor for no reason because he took his time to study technology took his time to understand what is going on and you actually uh complete your dissertation on this very topic. So what made you decide out of all the different things that you could speak of that you just, because a dissertation is a lot of work, people, for those of you who do not know, that is a lot of work. So what made you decide to not only speak about this, but write your dissertation on this? Because this is a life altering event. And I know people that are personally going to be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a note from 9-13-2017 on why I decided to write this dissertation. I looked at it the other day on my computer. Mm-hmm. And life is advancing. You know, this is even before the pandemic even happened. Um, I think I was blessed to have one of the God-given talents of vision. And I see things. And this is three years before this even happened. I remember telling people this in May or March 2018. I said, they are about to automate everything. We didn't even know what a coronavirus was. Mm-hmm. And this was two years prior. And um, just deciding um, to write about that topic, you know, it really touched me. And I wanted to give information to people. And as you stated, doing the research is a lot of work. But it was worth it to share something with people. And I, the thing I would like to share with everybody, it doesn't matter your race, religion, gender specification. This is coming for you. And the two groups, you know, that this is really going to affect are minorities and women. The reason I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but you can Google this. Mm-hmm. Women are going to be affected because women work a lot of administrative tasks. Minorities are going to be affected due to their lack of education, credentials, and the willingness to encourage themselves or other people to go back to keep their credentials up. So those two groups are, those two groups are going to be completely devastated. Every other group in America is going to feel it, but these two groups are going to feel it the most. Wow. 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 We have someone from the studio or said, Dr. Dix is the man. Y'all better listen up. (laughs) 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 And said that you always on um, Erica's broadcast. Yes, yes, this. Um, everyone, all jokes aside, you need to listen up. Um, you heard what he just said, and I'm going to reiterate it because sometimes we have to talk about these tough topics in order for us to move forward. He said the two classes that's going to be affected the most is minorities and black women. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to say women in general, but also because we're minorities, I said it wrong, minorities and uh, women because we have more administrative jobs, like secretarial jobs yeah. um, and stuff like that. And so as women, this is our wake-up call. If you find yourself in that type of position, there are so many different certifications that you can now take that's in data analysis, that's in metaverse, dealing with meta. Um, some are free, some are paid. What are your skills right now? What problems can you solve that is viable in order for mankind to move forward? You know, 
consider that and then move forward in that so um thank you from get being like transparent i mean sometimes we don't want to hear but we need to hear it so that we can get ahead well those days i can tell like you said earlier and i really mean this Mm -hmm. those days of playing around are over Mm -hmm. and what's going to happen a lot of people are going to find themselves sleeping on people's couch or being in a homeless shelter men and women i said this stuff is moving fast because the median rent price is two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and I ask people how many people you know make about eight to nine thousand dollars a month. How many people clear one hundred and eight to one hundred twenty thousand dollars? That's not gross; it's clear. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to say nobody told me about this once this becomes widespread. But the days of playing around are over. The days of being uh, thotting it up, as we call it, listening to all this crazy music. And, and just taking pictures for the gram and stunting on um, Snapchat and all these social media platforms are over. You're mm-hmm. going to find yourself taking pictures saying my life is in shambles. And the biggest thing is you got to take responsibility for yourself. So that's the biggest thing I tell everybody. Take responsibility for your life. You still have time to prepare for this stuff. But if you don't take heed to what I'm saying and other people are saying, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to survive in the upcoming years in the future. All right, you guys, um, this is that the, one of those episodes where we're giving you that tough love. Uh, like, I, this is something that all of us need to hear in the now, especially those, the whole world. But what hits me is because I come from a small town in South Carolina, and I know our roots uh, is factory work. I mean, everybody that you knew worked to a factory, and knowing that that is becoming obsolete thinking about a lot of our children, they thinking that that was a viable option, but it's not. And so now we know this information. Now you need to take in this information and then you need to apply it with action. Just don't sit on the sideline listening, thinking you have all this amount of time because basically the pandemic sped up everything that was already happening. So now it's working expeditiously because mm-hmm. those business owners, like Dr. Did said, they're not going to get caught with their pants down no more. They're like, nope. wait, if it happened nope. again, we have everything in line, whether with yep. you or without you. Exactly. And um, companies won't tell you this is coming. A company won't tell you they're automated. They don't want people to quit. And one mm-hmm. other thing, I don't know if you know this. I'm part of the millennial generation. Um, there is a 15 to 20 year workforce gap because millennials are not having kids like baby boomers. That's another serious issue. Um, there are not enough people to replace baby boomers that are going to die off or retire. And we are the gap to the next generation. I don't have kids yet. And I know a lot of other people don't, but people are not realizing there is a huge workforce gap. People are just not, most people are not having four or five kids anymore. Some people are having one kid. Some people are opting not opting to not have kids. And there is a workforce gap. That's automation. They'll say, hmm, well, in 10 to 15 years, we'll just automate the whole facility. Mm-hmm. So those are other um, examples of how this technology is going to manifest very fast. Mm, well, I can't say this online. I am a millennial, but I'm the old, I'm the, I'm at the older end of the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> In the bracket, they consider me a millennial, but I'm the older part of the millennial, yeah. okay? And you're exactly right. I Like, you don't have children. I have two children. And I was like, I'm not having a house full of children. That's just not for me. And so, but 
you think we take our situation and we put it back 20 years ago. If I was 20 years ago living in that time, I would have probably had four, five, six, seven, eight kids. You know, yeah. but this, but this is a different generation. We're like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I'm gonna if I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna control it. I'm gonna have two, you know. Yeah. And I was the only child. I am the only child. So my parents only had one child. So and that's highly unusual for baby boomers. Okay. But um, you're right. And so I never even thought about how not only is machines replacing things that we normally could do, but also the fact that it's not human beings there to replace the ones who are currently there. Mm -hmm. And we are not building the skill set, the problem solving, because everything is so readily available. You can Google your phone pull it out you don't have any yeah. <laughs> communication skills i remember i was sitting down I was, I was i was writing and i was like i forgot how to spell this word i said well I don't, I said, well, <laughs> it's the automation it's the automation yeah. so i said oh not again so i said okay i'm gonna start writing everything out again and stop mm-hmm. relying so much on this touch screen stuff because it handicaps you to be truthfully honest it, it, it does it handicaps you it makes you i'm also one of those people spell check on the phone or the computer will finish the words for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we, we have very serious problems that are rising. I mean, I know what the economy inflation and everything, we have some serious problems and people really, really got to stop playing around. One of the things I tell folks is to look at your life. Um, one of the, I've been on the Erica Williams show a lot. And one of the last things I said to people, you want to know if you are successful, look at the numbers, go look at your social security statement. You can go you can go now and log in. I said you're gonna see what you're taxed at Medicare and what your taxable income is. I looked at it the other day. If that number is not moving up, you don't need to be talking to anyone. You need to be working on yourself. Because mm-hmm. we live with we live by numbers and we have too many people out here giving advice to people that are not looking at the numbers. Somebody will argue with me and say the numbers don't dictate what Dr. Dix is saying. Well, when most people in rural areas drop out of school and only have a high school diploma, how are you going to train them to program? Because everybody can't be a program. Everybody can't go into cybersecurity. And that's what not that's what people are not looking at. There is no quick fix to life and you cannot cheat the game of life. There's stairs to the top. There is no elevator. Yeah, that is a true statement. Um, right now, it's- Everyone, this is a wake-up call. This is a shake you up to make you think and not only make you think, but most importantly, this is a episode to steer you to action because many times we hear information. Sometimes it's shocking Mm -hmm. um, and you want to close your ears, close your eyes to it. But even if you decide to do that, it's still going to happen. So you can do that all you want, but right now it's time for you to have action because right now you're in the driver's seat. Yep. Six months, 12 months from now, that may not be the case. So start now looking for options for not only yourself, but for your children. And also remember that is king. The numbers, anything that we do is based upon the numbers, whether it's our income, whether it's uh, graduation with GPAs, everything wrapped up in numbers. Our bills is wrapped up in numbers. So look at it. Be honest with yourself. You can change it right now. Um, Exactly. 
Dr. Patrick, is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Because right now you're helping us give us the skills and the information so that we can um, prepare. Uh, um, you know. Um, well, one way the listeners and the people that are going to listen to the rebroadcast, they can find me on um, Link, not LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Dr. Patrick Dixon, King of Automation is the name. Um, I'm pretty sure once this is posted that they'll be listed, the links. Mm -hmm. But um, that's the main way to get in touch with me. We have a TikTok that um, a person in my staff is working on, Mm -hmm. but that's the main way to get in contact with me Um, because I know people are going to have questions that say, how can this happen? But all the videos are listed there. My YouTube channel has a bunch of videos. Dr. Mm -hmm. Patrick Dixon, my website is automationawareness.com I have the same videos there posted we're going to update information but the biggest thing I could tell folks is take a step back and realize this is serious this is not a game anymore we I cannot stress that enough society now is based off of two parties well not two parties two two types of people you either going to be rich or you're going to be broke you got to pick your struggle and the thing is, you have to remember, things are going to get tougher. The price of living is not going down. It's going to increase because the United States and whatever country you're in, some countries are just keeping up with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. When you have unexpected things, you have to make sure that you're able to provide for yourself. You have to have an income. You know, just really dig deep and think about where do I want my life to be at? you know, and, and get around supportive people. Your family or your friends cannot be supported. They could not be supportive, but you got to get around the correct people that are trying to win. Otherwise, it's going to be extremely hard for you to climb the ladder of success. And it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. I can go ahead and tell you from firsthand experience. Well, you guys, we have someone from my studio audience, Mr. Singleton. He said, better learn how to fix things. Plumber, carpenter, electrician. Amen <laughs> yep. to that. Um, and Mrs. Presley, she said King of Automation, she is actually referencing his uh, YouTube channel, and she said, give yourself permission to succeed. Yes, you definitely do. Um, Listen, this is the time now. This is your, you know, my mother would say, sometime God would come tap you on the shoulder, but then sometime he'll come and shake you like, wake up, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to let you see what is happening. Because honestly, it's a select few that can see this happening before it happened. Most people are just mindlessly going uh, vicariously day to day, just doing the same thing over and over, not having any. They have tunnel vision. They like have their blinders on. They don't see what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it takes individuals like yourself um, that can see it before it actually comes to fruition to warn us. But it's up to us to listen. So, you guys, literally, this is a warning. This is a wake-up call. This is a time for us to take action in regards to getting the skills that we need in order to sustain the level of comfort that you became accustomed to. And keep in mind that some of that may change because the world has literally changed. Okay, so, whoo. Thank you for coming on today. You're welcome. Thank you for being so honest and transparent. One thing that I appreciate 
is transparency. And sometimes we have to talk about the tough stuff. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to be in life. I cannot go around um, lying to people. This is coming and it's already here. And if I know something, I try my best to share it with everybody. Well, I'm truly thankful that you decide to not only share it, but decided to come on over to the Tina Ramsey show and share this with our audience here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a someone in our virtual audience that said this was a great conversation. Yes, I 1000% agree with you. This is a great conversation. I'm going to go back and reiterate and look at all my skills after this Mm -hmm. episode because it's some things that I saw because I see some things that's shifting, but you actually gave clarification on some some of the reservations that I was feeling, some of the things that I was seeing, but I didn't understand it. But now hearing what you're saying, it actually put the other empty puzzle piece together. I was like, I was right, but I didn't have the name on it. I didn't really know how to communicate it so eloquently like you did because this is your this is what you do. But now I said, okay, I was right. I did see this. I kept telling people, you better leave the brick and mortar and go to click and order. You better start getting yourself <laughs> digital. You better start getting yourself digital. And I didn't understand the full gamut of why I was saying that, but I just knew I saw the shift with entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I saw the shift of how people and consumers and businesses was accepting information and connecting with you. So um, someone said, hey, Dr. Ditz, I don't have any kids either. (laughs) Okay, so we got some humor today. All right. (laughs) All right, so we're going to get that little group together that don't have no children. (laughs) I don't have no no kids I know of, but I'm pretty sure I should not, you know. Okay, well, hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We see we had a little bit of laughter today. It was it was serious, and then we had some laughter at the end. So, everybody, listen, Dr. Dix is also a public speaker, so if you have an event, if you have um, students, something, a summit, a conference, I would highly recommend that you book him for your next event. All children, and adults need to know about this information about automation. We can't sit on this and vicariously feel like if we don't do anything, it's not going to happen because the truth of the matter is it's already happening. It's just, it's, it's, it's already happening. So it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with this information and how you're going to use it in a way in order to position your future. Yeah. It's only going to be the rich or the poor. The rich yes, or the poor. There's, there's no medium. No, no middle class, rich or poor. That's where it's going to ah, be. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it was like this before, but now it's to a greater level. So everything is shifting back. So um, you have any books or any current uh speaking engagements or events that you want to tell our audience about so they can go and support you or listen to you. Um, tell us about that now, because I want to make sure that everyone can get in contact with you. And if you do consultations, if that is something yeah, that I do. you do, um, let them know because literally they need to get in contact with you. They need to be calling you using that digital yeah. phone for more than a snap <laughs> and get this stuff together. <laughs> We um we have a couple of things planned up we're working on, but um 
the Calendy, I do consultations. Um, mm-hmm. You could contact me, Calendy, Calendy.com slash Dr. Dix, and I do consultations. Um, we have uh, we have a lot working on, we have a lot that we're working on behind the scenes, but I'm open, open for speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. I'm open for a lot of things, business, schools, um, about education, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You contact me and the PR person that I have will uh, reach back out to you and we will get everything squared away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh, no. King of Automation is the best way to reach out to me um, via Instagram, um, the automationawareness.com. They could, people could find me on LinkedIn too. Um, they can, um, you know, they could go to the website. You could go directly to the website. And once you put an inquiry in, you could go all the way to the top and says, contact me up at the right hand corner on a mobile device or um, your desktop computer or laptop. And it'll come directly to my email and I can uh, respond. Yep, go to contact me. Yep, and oh, you fill in, the inf- Here yep, it is. fill in the Yep, fill in the information and hit submit and it'll come directly to me. That's the easiest way that you can get in contact with him. So go to automationawareness.com, hit the contact me session. You know that I'm a visual person. Everybody that knows that follows me, I am a very visual person. I not only like to say it to you, if possible, I like for you to see it too. So you understand that you're in the right place because you have so many people now out uh, duplicating, trying to duplicate somebody else uh, blueprint. So I want you to see where to go. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Oh, one other thing. If you're also on the webpage, if you go to appointment right there, if you click on it, it'll take sure. you to where just click on that one. Um, Tina. Yep. And you can book yourself or it'll take you directly to it too. As see there, see, see, we got we got you covered. So go ahead and book your system in a consultation with Dr. Patrick so that if you need, because I know you're gonna need some customization, I mean customization in regards to this whole automation. This interview was very thought-provoking, very thorough, but at the end of the day, you need to know how is this relevant because you know it's relevant, but now how can what can you do about it? And yeah. Like he said before, just keep it 100. It's a lot of people out here calling themselves an expert and they just have two, three months up under their belt. And don't, I mean, you need somebody that really know that took the time to study this information and also um, have the experience at the end of the day. And not only that, the education to back it and Dr. Dix definitely have that. So I need you guys to really get ahead of this. Um mm-hmm. Many of you have been hoping, wishing, and praying, trying to figure out what you need to do next. Well, here's your answer. You're trying to figure out what to do. How can you make yourself viable in the now? How can you continuously take care of your families, your children? Um, what type of future this is going to look like for our children, the ones who do have children? Well, now you know. Well, now you know. It's time for us to take action in a good way um, for this Uh Miss Presley said, great interview, Dr. Mans. Well, you know, let me tell you something. A good interview is only as good as the, the feature guest that you <laughs> have. Okay, so I couldn't have a conversation like this with myself. So he helped me with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah, so someone said, if we have a Facebook user, and then we're going to wrap this up, said, what do you think about trucks being automated? Um, they're already working on driverless trucks. If you go on the YouTube NBC News self-driverless trucks, they did a recent um, news thing about it. It's already here. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, I actually saw one. It was a blue truck and it was actually, I, th I thought the driver was actually asleep. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, I need to call 911 because he fell asleep. Then I realized this truck driving itself. Now I heard about it. I did. I heard <laughs> about it, but I never saw it. And then I realized, I said, oh, no. I said, oh, oh automation hit the trucks now so like you said it's it's affecting every part of our lives mm -hmm. um it's no place no rock that's unturned in this mm -hmm. atmosphere this fourth and say that phrase again fourth uh fourth i you will call it the fourth industrial revolution or the fourth ir to the listeners anybody watching it just yeah. google fourth industrial revolution it'll talk about like industrialization no industry 4.0 it'll talk about web 4.0 it'll talk about cryptocurrency it'll talk about um the metaverse you was mentioning that it'll talk about artificial intelligence it'll talk mm -hmm. about facial recognition biometrics that's what all that stuff is mm. Well, I am going to do this and I'm going to add this to our homeschool curriculum because uh, we need to we need to know more about this because this is in depth. So we're definitely going to be adding that to what we're studying for this year, because I have an 11th grader, young boy. And so he definitely needs to know some more information. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to be adding this on and he's very good with his hands. So who got to give him something that he could do. <laughs> So um, thank you so much. Like I said, again, you're welcome to come back on the show anytime. Um, keep us in the know of what's going on with you. We definitely well, would like to continuously share what it is that you're doing because this show is all about resources, about shedding um, knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, life, and education. And so as you see things unfold, keep us in the know so that we can share some more things. Also, make sure that we have um, anytime you see me on social media or I would say my team on social media, make sure to um, you can you have open permission to tag me uh, okay. to to what you're doing, because we have to get this information out to everyone so that they can be ahead of the curve a, a little bit, sort of. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. You have the permission to tag us all you want. <laughs> With that being said, everyone, um, I know that you had, this was a lot of food for thought. He spread a lot of different gems, Dr. Patrick. This automation thing is no joke. It's time for us to stop sitting on these couches, watching all these TV shows, talking about chilling all the time. It's time for us to get <laughs> off the couch, <laughs> get off the couch and do something, okay? Yep. You're going to be chilling in life, going to be done past you by. Oh, you're going to be chilling on the outside because you ain't got nowhere to stay. That's what's going to happen. that episode on Martin when they was outside. On the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we had to get some humor in here before we go off the air. But listen, you guys, all jokes aside, Get ahead. This is your moment. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to hear in the now. And we're so happy that you decided to stop by. So as we said before, make sure to tune in next week. We're going to have another episode of the Tina Ramsey Show at 7.30 p.m. EST, giving you some food for thought. But this automation, this is something that you need to listen to over and over and over again. And most importantly, please reach out and get a consultation with him or follow him. Hit that subscribe button on Instagram so that you can stay in the know and also YouTube as well. 
so that you can stand and know of what he's doing and how his information can help you. Everyone have a great, amazing rest of your night. Thank you for everyone who tuned in for my virtual studio audience and everyone that's going to be listening later on radio as well as TV and all that other stuff. We appreciate you and remember to like, follow, share, and subscribe. Have a great, great, amazing night. We'll talk to you later. Three Rivers Trucking School presents The Re-Up Atlanta Taking place Sunday, September the 25th From 9am to 4pm Where you will learn How to start a trucking company How to start a trucking school Intermodal and port activity Dispatch and logistics Bop truck contracts with Amazon and so much more With your host, I am Larry Coughlin With the keynote speaker Bossman Brewster First female of freight, Cody OTR, only Ryan knows best, Maddie Daddy Time, Ashley Keep Trucking, Box Truck Shouty, pick up your tickets today. And if you want to learn how to drive a truck, then join Three Rivers Truck Driving School CDL class now. Sign up by simply calling the number 1-800-315-7022. Again, that number is 1-800-315-7022. It's time for you to get in a driver's seat at Three Rivers Truck Driving School. See you there.